if you looked at Batman in the 1995 film, you know, Batman Forever, you would just say, yeah, that, that, that's franchise. It's finished. It's ruined. It's over. Forget about it. Uh, and I think a lot of businesses and brands feel like that, you know, when they, they have a, uh, a, a, missed, a missed target. Um, it can feel, you know, really, really debilitating and, and devastating, but you can come back. And, and they, they've proven that time and time again with Batman. And welcome to another episode of Beardies Assemble. Despite the name sounding like we're here to talk all about beards, uh, well, sometimes we'll talk about beards, we're three nerds with beards who like to combine our love for geek and nerd culture whilst uncovering the business lessons along the way. I'm Rory, and with us is the big, bald-headed wizard of PowerPoint himself, Samir. Also joining us today, uh, we have the corporate punk, the tech evangelist, and sales maestro himself, the one and only Norse god of Punda, Mr. John Thor. How are we doing, guys? Doing good. Nice and sunny today. Yeah. And loving the topic, what we're going to be talking about. Yeah. I mean, I mean well, it's, it's very timely. So recently it was uh, Tim Burton's uh, Batman, the 30th anniversary. Uh, I can't believe it's been that long. Uh, how are you feeling about that, Samir? What are your thoughts on, on it being the, the 30th anniversary? This, I think Michael Keaton's portrayal of Batman was one of my favorites. I think the impact that film had uh, on everything Batman afterwards, I think that played a major influence, including in the comics as well as in film. And he's just defined it. I mean, before that, just remember, we had Adam West and that portrayal of Batman, amazing as he was, it just shifted the paradigm completely with uh, Tim Burton's vision. And uh, I think hats off to him, man. He did, he did an awesome job. John? Yeah, so I'll admit that um, similar to my blasphemous um, talk of the karate kit last time, um, I think it's, I think I really respect what that film represents in a historical way. It was the first huge leap forward for superhero films. However, I'll admit, I, I didn't see, oh, 30th anniversary, I better go back and watch it. Because I, while I enjoyed the film when I saw it, I, I've never really felt that strong of a connection to want to go back over and over again to it. And it has nothing to do with, because I agree with Samir that Michael Keaton was a great Batman. I think Jack Nicholson was a really interesting version of the Joker, even though I wouldn't say he's my favorite version. Um, but it does have that historical weight or heft that really does warrant it a lot of honor, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. And um, what do we thought? So, so thinking about that, where where the, the franchise sort of had that rebirth, it, it again had another rebirth with uh, with Christopher Nolan's Batman, um, and then it had a sort of another reboot. And they, they they've been as of late very dark themes. And Batman, you know himself, and the whole Gotham universe is quite dark. It's quite different, and it stands apart from sort of your typical superhero films and, and movies. Um, he is sort of the vigilante, if you like. So he's very unique in in that respect. And I think a lot of people can get behind him because you know he doesn't have any powers. He's he's, he's what are his powers, other than being a really keen detective and and with some pretty awesome gadgets. So 
how do we feel about um, the direction it's going? What do we think the direction it's going to go in? And, and obviously, we've got Patterson as as the new Batman. What are thoughts on that? What do you think about that, Samir? I'm personally, I'm um, I'm good. I'm happy that Patterson's taking him. I'm I'm not one of those that like, oh shit, he was in Twilight, and he, what have they done with Batman? And they made him all sparkly. I'm I'm like, you know, that was you can't judge a guy on a, uh, on what he can do. So I think he's going to do something good because he's a brilliant actor. Um, and with regards to the Bat universe, he's just so iconic. Um, there's so many different iterations now with him, and he's such a universal, beloved character among so many different forms. So you've got uh, the kind of camp version of Adam West, which kind of sort of that type of audience. And you had the different cartoons and animations that happened, and that served a different audience. I mean, the still hands down for me, the best Batman was the animated series uh with kevin conroy i think those stories the the level of respect and love and passion those guys showed in those stories were completely something else and um and yeah it's 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 good he's, he's an end, endless uh, opportunity to you know everyone's always going to be wanting to go and see a good batman even though when they're disappointed with films like justice league batman v superman i mean i thought ben affleck was a great batman but batfleck Batfleck, yeah, he 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 was awesome, but beefy, definitely beefy. But I mean, um, yeah, he just didn't have the story or the script or whatever you want to call it behind him that really worked and didn't resonate. But uh, yeah, he's 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 he's. I think he can resonate with a lot of a lot of a lot of people and different audiences as well. John, thoughts on that? Yeah, so I definitely agree. I don't want to jump on the hate bandwagon there for Robert Pattinson. You know, he did. Why not? There's yeah. plenty of fans, plenty of fans on the hate wagon. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, I don't really get it because I feel like most people hating on it is purely because of Twilight. However, I would be most interested personally in seeing him portray a Batman that's not Bruce Wayne. I want to see them go Batman Beyond to have an old, decrepit Bruce Wayne, Robert Pattinson coming in as that cat burgling guy who gets sort of taken in under Batman's wing to sort of fight crime now that he can't. But I've got to say though, in terms of that um, story, I like, for example, Rory, how you just completely skipped in your talk of the rebirths. You sort of skipped the Joel Schumacher era. Um, yeah, the era yeah I mean, yeah, <laughs> let's, let's not even go down that road. I mean, I, I purposely omitted that whole, um, oh, oh, Batman Forever and, oh, Mr. Bat, bat nipples, you got to remember the bat nipples. <laughs> Ooh, that's a, I, yeah. What I feel, though, with Batman is he's a character that's in, eternally defined by what's going on around him. Because as a character himself, to me, he's just not very interesting. He has a very interesting lore around the villains, around the city. There's a really cool aesthetic to it. But as a character, it's basically wish fulfillment. It's every guy who wants to be you know, the one that stands up to injustice. He's given that chip on his shoulder with his parents dying, which also gives him a load of money. And I feel like at the end of the day, he is a blank canvas for the viewer to project himself on as this figure of justice. And as that, I think he's managed to last through all these different iterations because there's only one or two things that stay the same throughout every iteration. It's sort of the gen general look tends to be similar even though it changes in some of the iterations and it tends to be certain villains come back in each one of them other than that they've 
sort of have them as a mold, sort of like a ball of clay that they can mold into whatever version of this masked vigilante that they want. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's and that's good. Sorry, Samir. Um, I, I think that's that's good in terms of the, the whole projection thing. And I, I want to get your your thoughts on this, Samir. What what you think about sort of the comparisons between the typical? It's the classic has always been Batman and Superman. You know, who, who do you like best? And I think Superman's very very different because he's there for the audience. He's there to make a scene. He's there to look cool and super and look at me and aren't I amazing and look at all my powers. Whereas Batman is in the shadows. Um, you know, aside from sort of doing the branding thing with, with the, 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 the marking and stuff. He's very much not seen. Um, and it's, it's a very much a, he's going to get the bad guys. He doesn't care about, you know, so much saving people. It's more about the bad guys. I'm coming for you and you're going to know that I'm coming for you. It's a very different dog vibe and yet yeah, contrast hugely to Superman. And I think a lot of people find that cool. I think Superman is a lot less cool, especially his bumbling, you know, Clark Kent thing. Batman just oozes coolness. The whole idea of him, like you, like you said, John, you know, he's a billionaire, cool dude. He's handsome. He's got, you know, sexy tuxedo on one minute and then he's in a badass armor the next. So it's very, very different aesthetically. And I think that's why, partially why it's been successful and so many kids want to get behind it and not to mention the branding of it. Um, it's a really powerful full branding. Um, so my question to you, Samir, is, is Batman's journey to sort of becoming the Dark Knight. It's one of the best business models. Um, what, what do you think businesses can really learn from, from Batman? I think, I think there's so much in the story, um, which is a parallel to setting up your own business. The whole origin story of Batman and how he becomes and establishes himself as being Batman and what he tries to do is resonate can you can take those lessons and resonate it with the starting up of a business let's take for example um his whole he was driven by a, a mission so he had a mission a clear goal that he wanted to do he knew that and just like as in a business you need to have that clear clarity of vision mission or what is it that you want to do you got to have you got to know who your audience is right so batman knows who's his audience is. he's targeting the criminal underground of Gotham City, the scum, everyone who is against that, he's, that's who he's focusing on. He knows that, and he knows what service he wants to do. He wants to beat the crap out of them and stop them forever, and that's his service. And he does it in the best way possible and the most efficient way possible, and that's what he constantly con continues to develop. And he keeps improving it, he becomes more efficient. Have you checked out his belt? Have you checked out his toys? Have you checked out his tools? He becomes more and more efficient at it as possible, but that's what he does, and he wants to make an impact. And, 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 um, and the fact is that he's just one man, right? And this is where I think the genius of Batman and where we, as marketeers, we can learn a lot of lessons from him. He had to establish a brand. Now you were talking good about Superman. His brand was establishing hope and giving hope to people. Batman's brand is establishing fear. He wants to scare the crap out of people. When people see that bat sign, they want to know, oh shit, you know, and they're scaring him. And I thought it was really good. This was demonstrated in Christopher Nolan's Batman in, um, I think it was, yeah, Dark Knight, where near the beginning, uh, where Batman wasn't around, but the criminals that were there, and as soon as he saw the bat sign, even though he wasn't there, he doesn't fight every single criminal, he gathered a reputation that if that light's there, man, he can come out of the shadows from anywhere. And that's the impact his brand, his brand made. And, but it was conscious. Now, the amazing thing was, right, he was conscious about building a fear, a symbol of fear, and that's what the whole Bat costume is. 
I resonate that again back with branding in terms of your business being absolutely clear cut in terms of what impact you want to have on your audience or your customers is so important and so crucial and the emotive feeling as well. So he was going for fear. You can go for happiness or you can go for, I don't know, uh, freedom or whatever it is that your brand that you want to do, but having that clarity and then building your whole persona around it. And not only that, so with that, he, he created this beautiful brand and then it just goes on as he grows and he develops and as his reputation grows, he needs help. So he has investment and he has got great investment. He's got investment in his technology, his tool, but not only that, his people. Now there's a whole conversation about his recruitment policy, but um, you know, hiring people in, you know, little kids and stuff, that's, that's a different thing, but maybe apprentices. <laughs> child labor. Yeah. Yeah. So you're advocating child labor. Okay. okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll edit, we'll edit that for the, uh, for the official documentation of the trial <laughs> beardies versus the state of England. <laughs> Look, they weren't forced. <laughs> he gave them a roof over the heads. The kids loved it. <laughs> yeah, and they're getting experience. Do you know how many people come out of college with no way of getting a job? Because everyone wants them with experience. Uh, but yeah, but if you think about it, the people he did have on board his team, they, were ha they subscribed to his mission, vision, and values, and what he was and what he was trying to do. And those are the people that he had on board. And those are the people he recruited. But not only that, if you take it a little bit wider, he also has in his circle people that put him in check. So you have people like Alfred. You have people like Lucius Fox. You know, they, they put him in check. They questioned him. And, uh, and, and so he doesn't go absolutely berserk with, with the fine line that he's shredding on. So I, th I just think, and I haven't even gone into, you can go into the individual, because I think that especially with the marketing of Batman and him establishing his brand, there's a lot of lessons we can learn from that. But as a kind of a snippet, if you think about the whole journey of a business, hey, follow Batman's business model. And, and I, think, I think, yeah, you'd be pretty successful. Yeah. John, you have any thoughts on sort of the brand persona? Yeah, so I think as well, another thing that people can take away from that whole journey is that even though he had a ton of money, he didn't just focus on that in the beginning. If you look at the Christopher Nolan films, one of the things he does is he goes away and he trains, he becomes, he learns from others in order to be able to use that investment as wisely as possible. And he, like Samir mentioned, he has Lucius Fox on his side. He has Alfred. He makes sure to surround himself with people that are beneficial towards the growth of his business. And you can see that within the Justice League as well. They all serve different purposes, different roles. And if you look at building a business, that's very much what you need as well. You need complementary brands. You need, you know, it can expedite your route to market by so much if you have something like that. And I think one really interesting thing to look at there is how not only within the world of Batman, but outside of it in, in our world, how it's been branded. Batman has wisely, I, I sort of personify him there, but has wisely adapted to a branding that aligns him with some brands that are really popular like the joker harley quinn all of this people see the joker and harley quinn as their own brands but also inevitably linked to batman and it has become a collection of brands rather than just one whereas you know no other superhero really has that strong a connection to the sort of cultural site guys to have those adjacent brands you know, you don't walk into Primark and see 
shoes or t-shirts or something like that with Dr. Octopus on it or why not? Damn it. Why not? <laughs> it's a good question. A solid question for a later day. You don't see general sod on like, you don't see a general sod one C in Primark or H and M. That's a great idea. It is a great idea. Primark executives. <laughs> if you're watching, I will sell this to you for a price. Um, as if I have the licensing rights for that, but you know, don't tell them. Um, but genuinely, like, I think Batman is the only superhero, in my mind at least, where their, their villains have taken on such a big life of its own that we're seeing them have those sort of side stories that are not only massively popular, but almost rival him in, him in popularity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think, think that's something that, that Batman does really, really well, is... is... It, it has a very well-rounded universe, uh, a very good understanding of what it is and what it's trying to do. And, and despite the many sort of tonal changes and design changes and, and different sort of perspectives that have, have taken Batman over the last couple of years, it, there's always been that consistency there. You know, the brand, the logo, the name, the bats, the origin story, it's always been the same. There's that sort of core thread running through it. It's always been there. And we can all connect with that. So whether or not it's the Batman suit with the nipples on, or whether it's you know a more naturalistic one or a beefy Batfleck one, we still know who this guy is. We still know what he's trying to do. Doesn't matter you know which actor is portraying him. We still we still know um, everything we need to know about Batman. So I think that's a really cool thing for for, for uh, Batman. Even though I can't stand the character <laughs> or the universe, I think you've got to um, you know applause the brand consistency that's there. It's it's a pretty spectacular brand. And and I think as well, another thing, and well, I, I know we've covered in the beginning that, yeah, Samir, you're a huge fan. Rory, you are absolutely not. I'm sort of somewhere in the middle, but I will say as well, another thing that I'd say that brands can take away from it is, yes, Batman has an incredibly strong brand, but it has taken a hell of a lot mm. of work to get there. Mm. For every Joker or Penguin or Riddler, you have Calendar Man or condiment man like these weird villains that just did not work at all and again as, as we said as well for every christopher nolan batman you have you know um you have arnold schwarzenegger saying ice to meet you you know they have had some terrible missteps but i don't know whether it says more about the determination of dc to get this off the ground as a consistent thing throughout the years or whether it says about the strength of the brand or a mix of both but they have made it through every single one of those failings coming mm. out almost stronger on the other side i mean yeah. i i think i think the reason why and i think it's it's the bigger brand of batman and the fact that people can relate i mean why i think he's so badass is because he is he is human and he has to fight in the DC world. There's just gods. There's people like Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Flash. These are people with such ridiculous powers. And he knows how to, you know, stay toe-to-toe -to -toe with them. And if not, beat the crap out of them as well. And from a human perspective, that's always so aspirational. Even though unrealistic it is, but it shows the potential of human capability. That regardless of all these gods with powers, you know, Batman's still so badass, he can take on them. Yeah, and, and that's kind of, and I think deep down on a psychological level, on a human level, people resonate with that. And he does it in such a badass type of way that just makes it so much more cooler. But um, uh, yeah, oh, oh, and, and I think 
that is what film company i mean like people like warner brothers that's what they try and leverage they know there's a following they know there's an audience that will always come despite the punishment you put them in through joel schumacher or, or whatever they will come over and over again look man i don't know but then saying that you had to go through all of that crap to get someone like christopher nolan to go and show it how it was done right yeah it's an evolution the process yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's and i think I'm hopeful that they'll do something similar with Superman because he is my favorite. I think he's at the moment, he's my favorite superhero. Um, Who's uh, Superman? Yeah, yeah, I love Superman. Why? Um, he's super lame. He, he's, yeah. he's, no, he's, he's just as, he's lamer than Batman. Superman yeah, is, is so lame. Because he has like the bad sides of Superman, no, of Batman, but none of the good stuff. <laughs> yeah. I th- yeah, exactly. I think, I think my appreciation for Superman has come with age. Is that. Is <laughs> that. He, look, the guy is trying to do good, man. He's a good role model. Is he? Yes. Well, well yeah, generally speaking, he's a good role model. He tries well, to do good things. You don't follow Batman. You know, he beats the <laughs> crap out of people. The guy's nuts. But well, that's not the point here. We're going off topic. But Superman just like... He's either invincible or you've got like Smallville where it just seems like he's a man with a peanut allergy in a peanut factory. Every single episode, he's like, oh, I can't be harmed unless someone has kryptonite. Then he goes on a date with a girl. She's like, oh, check out this new necklace. And he's like, ugh. And he just keels over and date's ruined. And suddenly Lex Luthor's there like, ha, happy that I gave that girl that necklace on the blind date we had yesterday, coincidentally. It's... It's he's just, a difficult show to make for us, right? He's a difficult character to make something interesting. But the principles, if you think about it, the morality in the, in, the, in the time we're living in now, where things are so screwed up, with there's such an ambiguity of what is good and what is bad, with leaders being the way they are, sometimes you just need someone to look up to. I'm not saying you have a kind of a God complex, but someone who enforces, you know, good morals of just humanity, you know, of that kind of stuff and being nice to people, caring for people. And that's, and that's what he did. And that was, that's what the symbol of hope he represented. Help, and, Superman, help. Where are you? <laughs> not, not the fact. And I'm contrasting as much as I love Batman, but what is he representing? Is this dark, gritty, angry, brooding, beat the crap out of people. That's not really good showing good morals and morals, but no, but it's, it's more realistic entertainment. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, it makes great entertainment. I'm just speaking on a more of a philosophical level. Mm. That's the level where I'm going for. And in a world, I would rather see a world with a Superman than a Batman. But at the same time, though, I think from a philosophical point of view, I think the reason why the darker Batmans work better is because that human element is missing in the humorous version because in the Joel Schumacher films, you don't really see Batman getting hurt. You don't really see him feel any of it. He's just sort of, everything bounces off of him. Whereas with like Dark Knight or Dark Knight Rises, you see him getting broken, getting hurt, getting shot, getting cut. And I think without that element, he is Superman because you you don't really expect him to have any damage to take from it you don't really expect him to go through anything and i think that from a philosophical point of view like you said that makes him more relatable than superman it's the same thing with like why die hard was such a big improvement on action films when it came out you saw john mcclain get beaten you saw him walk on glass he got 
he looked like shit at the end of that movie. Yeah. But yeah. that was the point. I mean, yeah, I mean, I get the point where he's relatable. He's definitely more relatable. He's human, for God's sake. I mean, it's similar with Spider-Man. I love that. And he was one of my favorite superheroes as well because he can relate. People can relate to him. But my point about being, and I said why I think about it as I was growing up, and I mean, and as an older person, I think there needs to be good examples of people out there. And, and that's why I like kind of Superman. You, think, you know what? Yeah, actually, you know what? The world would be a better place if there was a Superman around because he's, he's showing kind of good morals and values. As I said, yeah. though, yes, you might not be able to relate or link with him. But, um, and, that's what the, and that's what the better stories do. But on, just on a symbolic level. And I guess yeah. that kind of on a symbolic, that's kind of what I'm relating. And that's why I guess people move towards religion and stuff like that. It's because they are symbolic people of who are perfect or who are uh, examples to be followed. And, yeah. and that's, you need that moral compass. If you want to be a better person, you need someone to emulate. And, yeah, but, and, but that man, come on, that man, that's way cooler. <laughs> also, also, you need and a moral that. compass that you can actually live up to. You can't really live up yeah. to Superman. But yeah. you can try and live up to what Batman represents. I like it. This has turned into a, a, a hate Superman podcast. So interesting stuff. So, so John, what are your key takeaways from from the Batman universe, uh, and and uh, how can how can a business apply those those key takeaways? Well, I think, like I mentioned before, I think the whole idea of not just focusing on throwing money at something, but rather learning from others that are doing a similar thing. So with Batman, going to the League of Shadows, finding other people that are fighting injustices, even though it is in a slightly different way, learning from them and then building upon that foundation is a great key learn for businesses everywhere because you don't have to go it alone. There's a reason why mentors and teachers and coaches are out there. Um, I think the second thing and something that I feel needs to be covered in a lot more detail when talking about these superheroes, whether we're talking about them as businesses or not, is that sometimes what they're praised for, their you know, unbreakable or unflinching moral compass has been somewhat a burden for them. And what I mean is with both Batman, and it frustrated me a lot with the Luke Cage Netflix series, is the whole sort of no-kill approach that they take is something that, on face value, yeah, it makes sense. However, if you, if you watched Luke Cage, you will have seen about 10 episodes of his entire neighborhood being beaten and shot and blown up and terrorized by people. And Luke Cage's response every single time is showing up at the bad guy's house going, you better not do that again. Otherwise, there'll be hell to pay. But he just becomes like a parent that keeps like threatening to ground you with no real consequences. And the same with Batman, that he captures the Joker about 15 different times, throws him into Arkham, where he knows he will escape. And the whole thing is, it has probably cost a lot more lives than that one that he's bearing by not killing the Joker. And I get that from a narrative perspective, it makes sense. But I'd say for businesses, if you find something that you thought was going to be a key aspect of your business, but it's keep holding you back, allow yourself to evolve from it and actually allow yourself to break your own rules if it is something that's holding you back. And I guess the third aspect, again, to touch on the Justice League element, find other people, not just to learn from, but to share with. 
And I think when I touched upon this in actually a recent LinkedIn video in terms of mentorship going in all different directions. You know, find someone to learn from, find your own justice league of other people around your similar sort of level to share your wisdom with and get from them and oh, find your or beardies. Yeah. Or Avengers or whatever you want to call your own little troop, but also find your own Robin or Nightwing, not breaking any child labor laws as we've already covered. Um, but rather find someone that you can also teach because there's an amazing amount of things that you learn by bringing others in and not being afraid to allow your business to build new leaders within it. Don't be afraid to be you know, taken over by someone. If you build the right kind of culture, the right kind of people will come. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Samir, your uh, key takeaways, thoughts on that? Um, before I give that, I just had a kind of a geek alert because in response to your geek stuff, sense was tingling. Geek senses were tingling, especially when, when John mentioned about the no, the principles of Batman and his no killing rule in, in essence. And I just feel the, the internet shouting down saying, no, there's a reason why he doesn't kill. <laughs> and, and, and why he has to stick to his morality, but that is a whole different discussion. I get your point. I do get your point <laughs> about, you know, having strict vision, both, but there's a reason behind it, but I won't go into it. But um, anyway, that's a topic for another one. Well, there's, I, there's actually, reasons behind everything. It doesn't mean they're good ones. <sighs> oh, you really want to get into this? <laughs> Let's throw the gloves down, man. <laughs> um, in, to me, to me, what stands out about Batman, and it's not just Batman, it's, it's any superhero, they, it's that call, it's that initial call they have, that call to become a hero and that hero's journey, etc. And it starts off with a calling and a strong sense of mission and a strong purpose because that is the foundation. And, and as, as Simon Sinek goes, your why? And Batman, if you look at him, he's a perfect example. He does all of it. He knows why he's doing it. He's got the reason. It's a, such a strong emotion because the journey is freaking tough. As a small business owner who's trying to struggle, it's tough. You're going to come across every sort of problem that you didn't realize, money problems, finding customers, this, that, and whatnot. And you need that resolve to be able to get you through. And there's no better example than actual superheroes that go through that journey with you. And you've got to just look at that example and think, man, yeah, if I was that man or whatever, I mean, he goes and gets through it. And I think that's so crucial. But again, it's really understanding your why as well and getting that done and getting your resolve done. And I think that's one of the key and the biggest takeaways I would take from Batman as a good example of that. And in addition to that, just uh, the branding lessons that you can have and the impact that the brand makes, the bat symbol makes. It was, everything was so thought out and how it is followed through even to his car, to his gadgets, to his that credit card. Um, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's ridiculous that he lives the brand completely through and throughout. And, um, and there's so much that can be, and it's so powerful, but considering that he is only one man or, and the impact he can make across the world is, 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 is ridiculous. So, and I haven't even touched upon, I even did a recent, uh, well, quite a while back, an article on, the presentation lessons of Batman, which is which is another fascinating topic that I, uh, I thought and the impact that he makes when he does his presentation in the sense that when he comes to his audience, which is the criminals and the impact he makes from the point, there's so, there's so many parallels. When I think about doing a presentation or speaking to the audience, how you can follow that similar model. 
and maybe we can talk about that in another time. But yet, uh, in essence, it's those three key areas, um, particularly the resolve aspect, which uh, I think is one of the best takeaways that we can take and businesses should take to learn from the dark knight himself. Yeah, I think I think that's good. I, I pretty much agree with, with with both of your sentiments on that. Um, I think I think for me that the key is is uh, consistency, stick, sticking to to what you, what your values are and who you are as a brand, um, and that resolve. Really touching on that because I mean, if you looked at Batman in the nineteen ninety five film, you know Batman Forever, you would just say, yeah, that that that's franchise. It's finished. It's ruined. It's over. Forget about it. Uh, and I think a lot of businesses and brands feel like that. You know, when they they have a uh, a, a missed a missed target um it can feel you know really really debilitating and, and devastating but you can come back and and they, they've proven that time and time again with batman um so that consistency and and if, if something doesn't work try something else but but stay true to your values um so yeah really really good thoughts guys i really like that i'd love to know what, what our audience think and our listeners think um so if you've got any thoughts uh let us know uh leave a comment on youtube or or uh leave a, a comment on linkedin and we'd love to hear your thoughts that's it from from the beardies and uh, we shall see you all uh very soon thanks for listening and thanks for watching Bye bye <laughs>